0: And hello, and welcome back to Let This Mind Be and You on another Friday night. We're back at our regular time, our regular day, Friday night, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the East Coast. Um, in the well, starting to get uh, a little bit chilly outside here in the, the great state of Pennsylvania. So, uh, which is really nice after it was been it's been hot. So, um, so tonight. Uh, well, first, let's make some uh, let's make some introductions while we're waiting on a few people to to uh, to tune in. Uh, I, I notice we have a few people already in here, which is awesome. But um, if you look up, let's see, uh, I believe it's in this corner here. You can see there's a little info tab, and that little info tab will take you to the Bible studies. Uh, so there's a um, I've been doing the Gift of God series. Uh, I have part one, two, and three already uploaded. And then um, as soon as we get done with the broadcast tonight, um, I'll be posting um, part four. I have that completed and all produced and ready to go. So be praying that that actually gets uploaded. Last night I went live just to get one to go up. So be praying about that. Um, Some of the equipment that I do have is obviously newer. Uh, Praise God for that. Especially the soundboard, which is, um, I think, Finally got a little bit of it figured out, been playing with a few other things. But um uh, uh be praying for just equipment just to hold up. Uh we want to be good stewards of our, our money here in this D'Angelo household. And so uh we just want this uh, this IMAC that I have here that's ooh going on seven years old now, uh to keep up. And so I'm I'm producing live streams that's pushing out and um, it's I'm squeezing about every last bit of uh, computing power, I guess you would say, out of the, our current computer. So just be praying that uh, that keeps holding up for us for uh, a while longer. Um, LTMBIY at Yahoo. I'm still waiting. Anybody that wants to reach me, that's probably one of the better ways to do it. They're on the email address at LTMBIY at Yahoo.com. You can ask questions. i really like to see been praying about this, that um, that somebody would ask some questions, would see one of these videos and start asking some questions so I can start building some dialogue and um, building some uh, relationships there and um, giving the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, to somebody. So um, that's what I'm really praying for. That's what this is all about. But it's also about uh, strengthening the uh, the body of Christ. Let this mind be in you. We have the mind of Christ. That's what it's all about. And pointing to people to God's word and God's word alone, and letting the Spirit teach in that. So, any questions you have, hit me up on that email. Also, the Facebook page. Let this mind be in you ministries. You search that on Facebook, you'll come up on it. Go ahead and give that a like as well. And um, I make announcements on there so ever so often. Post some pictures, some behind the scenes, I guess you would say pictures. And uh, every once in a while, you might see one of my my uh, kids. On there, which is uh, always seems to do really well. Uh, picture of my my baby boy Dominic seemed to get a whole bunch of uh, traffic. You know, they everybody likes cute little kids, so um, getting to see mine, which I'm kind of biased, but I think they're beautiful. So, but uh, you can also hit me up there on the messenger portion of Let This Mind Be in You Ministries on the Facebook page, and um, I'll, I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can on that. Um. Let me know what you think as well. Um, is the the audio podcast even being utilized? I hope they are. I mean, there is some traffic that's going through those on Apple Podcasts and also iHeartRadio Podcast and podcast.com. Um, I do see some traffic going through there. People are listening to some of the audio uh, versions of that uh, it's probably a, a really good option if you're traveling down the road or something like that and you want to listen to a study you might have missed or a live stream you might have missed. They all get uploaded there under Let This Mind Be in You Ministries podcast. So make sure you check those out as well. And, um, hmm, what else? What other little announcements? Uh, let's see. Uh, Bible Believing Vato says you got to be crazy in the head, not to like little kids, man. Yeah. You know, we, um, Just, uh, we've been married now, let's see, coming up here, she's in the other room, so I want to make sure that I get this correct. So this year will be 16 years of marriage for me and my wife, 16 years. November 22nd of 2003, we got married, and um, our babies are both under three. So Millie Grace is two and a half, and Dominic's about to turn uh, one. So we waited quite a while um, on purpose. We waited quite a while to have uh, children, but God has blessed us with two beautiful babies. And I don't know if any more is in our future, because uh, I am getting a little bit older, and um, I am pushing 40, but we'll see what's going on with that. Hey, Brother JT, just checked in. Awesome. Good to see you here, brother. Been praying for you, my man. And, um, and as you can see, as you can tell, I, uh, I am on leave. I am on leave in the military and uh so I've been working and working and working on um stuff for the channel like I said this uh Gift of God series I've been working on and well as well as I get to grow my beard out a little bit but that's when you start noticing a lot of gray a lot of gray a lot of gray it starts coming through right especially right here in my chin area and everything like that so yep yeah, not a spring chicken anymore but that's okay um that's all right Okay, so tonight uh, we got about six or so people on here, uh, which is awesome. And um, again, if you're checking in and um, you have a question or whatever, uh, we, we might have some time towards the end of the uh, of the of the broadcast here to take some questions. Uh, we'll also through in throughout here if you do write something. I try to glance down every every once in a while to see if uh, anybody's um, asking questions. Uh, we do have moderators on there, which um, they'll take care of any kind of uh, vulgarity or anything like that that slips through prayerfully. That doesn't happen. And uh, But if you want to ask some questions or make some comments or whatever, that's perfectly fine. And um, if we have a little bit of time towards the end, we'll try to save some time and address any of those issues. Um, and also, if you've seen any of the Gift of God series, i really like to know what you think, especially about last night. Last night, that live stream, go back and watch it. I'd like to know um, what you guys think about some of that, especially towards the end. And uh, let's see, uh, what else, what else, what else? That's about it. I think we're ready to go. So the Book of Colossians. Now, I if you notice here to the side of the desk, uh, let's see if you can kind of see that. I don't know. Okay, if I turn it like this, you don't get so much of a glare from all the studio lighting that I got in here. Uh, that's about all the notes I have written down because there's a lot of notes in my Bible already for the book of Colossians. Um, the, uh, the book of Colossians is one of my favorite, if not one of my favorite Pauline epistles. Um, and I think it's, it's probably, I was stuck. I don't want to say stuck. That sounds kind of weird to say about a, a book in the Bible, but I was planted and rooted in the book of Colossians about a couple years ago. For a long time, I saw. I mean, I was just read reading it and rereading it, and uh, man, it was so it it was good for the time in my life that I was going through. Um, just a good reminder and a lot of the different things that maybe potentially will be brought out here in this study. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started in the Book of Colossians, and just like every other Pauline epistle, now. Um, if you've been watching our live streams, uh, we went through the book of Hebrews and, you know, we, we kind of went back and forth and I do still, I go back and forth in my own mind, whether or not the apostle Paul was the one that the Holy Spirit used to inspire, to write down. Um, I've gone back and forth, a lot of good arguments on, on both sides. At the end of the day, it's not that important of a subject. It's, it's kind of fun to talk about, um, but uh, if you've seen that, you've seen that I've kind of – I I tend to agree that it's not an apostle. Now, I, that's where I tend to fall out. But uh, go back and watch some of the stuff about the introduction to the book of Hebrews if you want to watch that video. And um, I kind of have a strong inclination that it might have been somebody like Apollos that wrote it just because of what it says in Acts, um, what it says in the book of Acts uh, about him being able to persuade – the uh, Jews. And so I don't know. I got a question here from Rose Petros. Will you pray first? Well, um, Rose, I prayed, uh, before I started up. Um, we sometimes as the spirit leads, I might, I might pray before we start the podcast or, or at the end or in the middle for all that matter. But, um, if you would, you can pray for, uh, the, this podcast to go well as, uh, if you would like to, but, um, it sometimes every once in a while unless it's something very specific uh to pray about um i don't know it just seems kind of a little a little strange to uh, pray it just seems like almost like a like a traditional kind of thing where we before we get started but i did pray before we before we went live so i appreciate the question though that's a very good question but uh, tonight we're just going to get right into it uh, so if you'd like to pray on your own All right, so the book of Colossians, uh, let's start in verse 1. But anyways, with the thought of, you know, whether or not Paul wrote such and such, well, we know this one, pretty obvious that he wrote it. All right, Paul starts right out, names them off. An apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timotheus, our brother. That's very interesting that it's already talking about Timothy. So obviously he knows Timothy by this point in time. So historically speaking, I don't have any kind of research documented what year this could have put, taken place, but, oh, excuse me, but uh, we do know one thing historically as you, or even by the passage of scripture, as we're about to read down through here, it doesn't seem like Paul even visited these people that he just heard about the, the church in Colossae, and we'll see that here in a moment, but that's very interesting. All right, uh, verse two, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have to all the saints. So if you uh, stop right there, you can kind of see which we've heard. So it's not like Paul established this church himself as he was going through um, Asia Minor and all those different places on his travels. Verse five, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, hmm, the blessed hope, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in all the world. That's that's an interesting um, thing when you see that it says all the world. Now, uh, I I don't think that the Bible speaks um, any kind of, um, I don't think it's talking about uh, anything in error. Um, so by this point in time, all the known world or all the world, everybody in the world, um, has gone, it, the gospel has gone out, it seems to be. And that's a very interesting kind of statement there if you think about it. But is as it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruit, as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. As ye also learned of papyrus, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ. So it seems to be that this uh, Epaphras was somebody that was there in the as an elder or somebody that had maybe heard the gospel, gotten saved, um, and had gone back to maybe his hometown of Colossae here and had started a work. And um, a small group of believers there, they were getting together, and Epaphras seems to be the fellow servant of Paul there who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, verse 8. And it uh, seems here in verse 8 that he's in constant communication with with the Apostle Paul, which is a needful thing. Um, As brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to be in constant communication with each other, checking in on each other, um, saying, hey, how's how's your walk going? How are you doing here? And it seems, though, as Epaphras has been in in communication uh, with the Apostle Paul. Um, You have to imagine that's by letters and it would take months, you know, in some cases to get to the reader. But in our case, in our in our worlds today, we have the ability to just Skype somebody, look at a, a, a monitor and speak to people all the way around the world. So just check up on each other. You know, that's part of being a, a part of the body is that to check in and say, how's your walk going? Are you walking worthy? What are you struggling with right now? What are you reading right now um, as far as what book of the Bible? What are you studying? What has God given to you right now for you to edify me with? So we all should be considering others, as it says in the, in the word of God, considering others. And uh, that's also found in the book of Hebrews. All right. It's a good admonishment to everybody to just keep each other accountable. You know, hey, Brother Mike, how are you doing in your walk? Are you studying the word of God? Are you giving the word out? Are you giving the gospel every chance you get? Every chance I get, you know, It's but you know what I'm struggling with right now? This, that, or the other thing. You know, I once struggled with something like that, similar. Hey, go to the word of God. That's what we should be about in in these last days. So much the more. Uh, where do we leave off? Oh, verse 8. Who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. So he was writing letters and letting them know what was going on. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So we just got done with the gift of God, the gift of God series. And in that we get to see the uh, the one you know, the gift of God, the Holy Spirit, gives that spiritual understanding. Uh, just real quick, because it's in the opening of the channel now. Which, by the way, again, thank you to Sister Elizabeth, Sister Lizzie, for uh, allow and Brother Tim for allowing me to use that uh, that music. Uh, let's see here, just. Doing a time check here. I'm about 20 minutes in, so doing just fine. But if you go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul's talking about exactly this about this spiritual understanding. And that's what they might be filled with. Desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And as you read down through 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, uh, yes. Verse 9, we can go there. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. And it says, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of a man which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. We'll just go ahead and finish it out here. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Hmm. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yea, he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And again, that's what we, that's what we strive to be about around here. Um, as far as this ministry, we want to have the mind of Christ in all matters. If it speaks about it, that's what we want to know. Spiritually discern. All right. Oh, very interesting. For the very next verse, uh, there's another thing that we ta- that I say around here quite a bit. That ye might, verse 10, Colossians 1, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord. That's Ephesians 4.1, right? We, we talk about that. So just a few pages over, um, I quote it all the time, but it goes, it's good to say it. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. with a, With the gift of God that he's given to us freely, why would we not want to walk worthy? Why would we not want to have our the end of our conversation be seen as far as being good? Um, we're, we're commanded to walk worthy. And uh, so let's do it through the power of the Spirit. That you might walk worthy of the Lord, this is back in verse 10, unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's kind of a commandment, isn't it? Being fruitful in every good work. The only way we can be fruitful, by the way, in those good works, if we're doing it in of ourselves, it's wood, hay, and stubble. But if we do it through the power of the Spirit, with his leading, his guiding, his directing, we stay out of the way, we crucify our flesh, that's gold, silver, and precious stones. That's what, with all that's in me, if we can just get that in our heads that Not to be temporally minded, but eternally minded with, with, as far as that goes. I think we'll do fairly well. Be a faithful servant. Being fruitful in every good work. And increasing in the knowledge of God. That's important too. That's, uh, if you read, <laughs> when I post part four, you'll see that we're in Second Timothy uh, chapter one. And um, it talks about stir up the gift of God. The only way to do that is to be in the in remembrance and to study the show thyself approved study be in God's word, increasing in the knowledge of God, which is truth, thy word is truth, all right in verse eleven, strengthen with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom speaking of the son we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins verse 15 for or excuse me who is the image of the invisible god the firstborn of every creature uh if you read if you look up firstborn that's a that's a really good study to do but um you notice here that it's the invisible God. We, we've seen this in, in past uh, studies. No man has seen at any time, you know, but we look in John 1, 18, 1 Timothy 6 and verse 16, 1 John 4, 12, 1 Timothy 1 and verse 17, speaking of that, and then also when you see the image, it reminds me of Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 3, as we've already read through, that he is the image, the express image, Okay. The book of Colossians talks about that quite a bit, as we'll see in Colossians 2 as well. All right, and still speaking of Jesus Christ, verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things, underlining that in your Bible, all things were created by him and for him. Okay, so... All things. You mean uh, Lucifer was created by Jesus Christ? Yep. All things. All the angels. All of it. He created the heavens and the earth? Yes. Jesus Christ did? You sure about that? That's what it just said. So, amen and amen. Verse 17. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Not only did he create all things, but if you think about that, all things consist that means he holds everything together. That consist means the, it has like the idea of like everything is bonded together, stays together because of the power of his will. Okay? He spoke it into existence. If you know anything about uh, uh, just like different types of science and everything like that, you talk about splitting an atom, you're talking about these big nuclear bombs and everything, and the power that just gets generated from the splitting of atoms where you can't even see them with the naked eye. You have to go through a microscope. How powerful is our God that he holds all that stuff together? Not only here and things we can't see, things unseen, atoms, molecules at the molecular level, all that stuff, how great is our God? Jesus Christ, by him, and he is before all things, and by him, all things consist. Simply amazing, amazing. Verse 18, and he is the head of the body, speaking of the church, as it says, and he is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, who is from the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, as I said, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Uh, you can see that over in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 23, but uh, let's, turn to, uh, let's turn to Romans 8 real quick. Romans 8. And uh, we're going to go in verse 29. Keep hitting this thing. There, that's better. Romans 8 and verse 29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So just do a study on the firstborn. I think I've seen a couple of studies been done by a, a couple of brothers here online about that exact uh, term of firstborn. Uh, bu, bu, bu. And then verse 19, back in Colossians 1, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. That's going to come up again in Colossians 2, 8, 9, um, or Colossians 2, 9, to be exact. And we'll see that again. So we'll discuss that when we get to it. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. Now, if you think about that, that's a very interesting phrasing, okay? Because he reconciles all things to himself by himself, okay? Because he is God, okay? Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, God is was manifest in the flesh, shown clearly. And um, I've done a couple studies on that, uh, a two-part series, I believe. If you want to look that up on the channel of uh, Jesus Christ's Come in the Flesh slash God was manifest in the flesh, you want to look through that. Um, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. Man, I love that verse because of the thought of that. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. We just read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, that the natural man cannot receive that. We were enemies in our mind. Now, if you're out there and you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Savior, don't quit, quit denying him, okay? Quit denying the, the, the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your life right now. If you're seeing this video, because you don't know when that's the last chance you'll have. That's it, that's it. And then when it talks about being reprobate, he turned their mind, turned them over to a reprobate mind. You don't want to be there. That's such a scary thought. And that's in Romans one. So if the if the Holy Spirit is convicting you of your need of a savior, this is for you, don't say no. Say yes. Come to the end of yourself. Recognize who he is and what he did for you and cry out to him today. Call upon the name of the Lord today. So you don't have to be alienated anymore. You don't have to be alienated. You can be a part of, you can be fellow citizens of that country that we seek as it mentions in Hebrews. Yes. So right now there's a discussion going on here about, uh, Any saved man or woman from a foreign nation or country can relate to other saved people through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. That's a good point, Brother Vato. Amen and amen. Uh, Yet now hath he reconciled. All right, in verse 22, in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Turn over to Ephesians chapter 5 just a few pages over. Ephesians chapter 5. Uh, yes, uh, you could read verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. That's just talking about your fruit should show. Um, but what I want to show is verse uh, Verse 29. Uh, but, but but actually, this is some kind of interesting, too. If you go back to verse 26, so I concluded uh, the Gift of God series in part four um, in talking about the living water. Now look at this, verse 26, that he might sanctify, uh, sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might, verse 27, present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever hath hated yet his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth even the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. So we can see there that he presents us to himself, that's uh, If you know anything about a, a marriage ceremony, that seems like strange language. So it's like, wait a minute, so the father, presen- how does that all work out? It's one being, that's why. That can separate and there's distinction. But he presents to himself the bride. It'll blow your mind, but at the same time, we got to take it by faith. It's what it says. Let's read it again. Uh, okay, yes right here where it says that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing as verse 27 of Ephesians five, but that it should be holy and without blemish through the, his righteousness, his robes of righteousness, his imputed righteousness in our lives. We have even, that is the only way That is the only way, as he said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. That's the only way we can have eternal life is with his righteousness So that when we are looked upon, it's just as if we are justified. We have never sinned because it's looking through Jesus Christ, his righteousness. Come to the end of yourself, your self-righteousness today. Please, 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 please. All right, verse 23, we're back in Colossians 1. If ye continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, who now rejoice in my suffering for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Yes, Paul went through it physically. If you are new to the Bible, and you look at um, what the Apostle Paul went through in order to... uh, bring the gospel. It was, it it was, uh, he was getting, it was paid for. Okay. He was paying for it physically. That's for sure. He absolutely what he was thinking. He was stoned. He was scourged. He was whipped. He was beaten, cast in prison, shipwrecked several times. I mean, just went through it all, but he was being obedient to what God would have him to do which was bringing the gospel to the Gentiles. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being obedient. All praise and honor and glory to the Lord. But thank you, Brother Paul, for being obedient. Okay? That's all we can be is obedient to his will. Um, all right, verse 24. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up, and we just read that, Uh, Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister, according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. This was to fulfill prophecy that this would go out to the Gentiles. Okay. By the way, to make jealous the, uh, the Jewish nation, but that's in other prophecies and stuff, God is not done with the nation of Israel. He is not done. I just wanted to proclaim that loudly, and for everybody that's listening that may be doubting, God is not done with the nation of Israel. If you can read your Bible, especially the book of Romans, and think that God is done with the nation of Israel, you are not reading the King James Bible. You're trying to read what you wanted to read into it, but it plainly says that he is not done with the nation of Israel. There is still prophecy to fulfill. There are still things that will happen. There will be literally a time of Jacob's trouble. They will, will absolutely be a thousand years where Jesus Christ reigns on this earth. There's not any such thing as 997 years or 999 11 months, a thousand years. Christ will reign after the time of Jacob's trouble. We're not been commanded to bring in any sort of earthly kingdom here. We're supposed to be working for the eternal, the kingdom of God. Be ambassadors for the king. Stop worrying about this earth. Okay? I don't know who needed to hear that tonight, but uh, go to the word of God, and we'll do more studies on that. But there's plenty of them out there. A lot of brothers have done really good um, studies on that here even on YouTube, where you can find it anywhere. But anybody that tells you that the time of Jacob's trouble is not going to happen and or the millennial reign, uh, we're supposed to bring that in somehow or whatever, is foolishness, absolute foolishness. And it's foreign to the pages of scriptures. I don't care how they try to twist it. Um, all right, I went off a complete rabbit trail there. but well, Let's uh, get back to <laughs> verse 26. Oh, I said that because of the dispensation of God. It's a Bible word, dispensation. So, verse 26. All right, get back together with it there, Michael. Back to verse 26. Even the mystery, which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but is now made manifest to his saints. We've looked up that word manifest here on this channel before. It's to show clearly. It was hid in past from generations hid from ages and from generations. They could not see the Gentile bride. They could not. They had no idea. They had likeness. There was patterns. There was things that we can see now because it's been made manifest in the, in the new Testament through the, these Pauline epistles through the death of the testator. After that, the Holy spirit came and started teaching. That's why we know the deep things of God. We can see these things from the Old Testament. We can see that the fact of I just was reading today, just kind of going through and talking through some things in my in my out loud, and I was just kind of. And then the the thought of Rahab came to my mind, and I went back and I read about Rahab. We can see the pattern there. We can see how that symbolically that she was. She might have been saved, quote unquote, uh, physically from the destruction of the city of Jericho as the walls came tumbling down. But uh, now the scarlet cord, we can see that that was the uh, that was the sign that she actually trusted and had faith and um, with that she would not be destroyed. And if you look up the lineage of uh, Jesus Christ, Rahab is in that. So. It's just amazing things that we can see now in through the completed word of God. But uh, in those past generations, there no way they understood those things. They couldn't even, they're just like, wow, what, what does this even mean? And uh, one of my brothers here, uh, we were playing golf the other day, and he said, you imagine, and it, if you're listening right now, just just imagine that you're one of the Old Testament prophets, like a, like an Ezekiel or Daniel or Jeremiah And, uh, any of them, and you're getting, you're given something to write down through the inspiration of the Holy spirit. As it says, I believe in Peter, second Peter, uh, the men of old, but anyways, um, the fact is that they were given these prophecies and given these things, you imagine you're, you're living in a place where there's horse drawn, uh, everything and you're, you're takes, you walk everywhere you go and you're seeing things that are flying around. You you want you wonder why there's so much symbolic language in those Old Testament prophecies because they have no idea what they were looking at. They were just told to write it down, write. So, can you imagine that though. You know, like Ezekiel saw saw the wheel. Like, what is that? Well, he said it looked like a wheel. So there you go, a wheel of fire, something to that to that effect. But these things were mysteries to them that we can see clearly now made manifest to his saints. Verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of his glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, as we just got done talking about, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Well, that's pretty plain. Christ is in you. Well, Brother Mike uh, says that the Holy Spirit is in us. Yep, sure does. Also says the Father in you as well, but uh, it all means one being, three distinct parts, things, whatever you want to say. Uh, All fully God, though. So, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, somebody on here talking about uh, what what john saw the uh the revelator you know the apostle john as uh, he was on the isle of patmos i'm assuming that's what he's talking about here that he's seeing these things that he was like i had so like unto something or other and just trying to basically describe what he was seeing as best he could uh through the power of the spirit obviously to write down what he was supposed to write down, which is also interesting because in the book of revelation, there's some things he says, don't write that he's about to go write something down. And, uh, he's commanded not to, which it's always, always kind of was like in, in my flesh. I'm, I'm like, Oh man, I wonder what he's, I wonder what that was all about. Well, it's not for us to know. He was told not to write it down, but I've always wondered that, you know, Oh man, what, what exactly did he say? Or what he exactly saw that he was about to write down? We'll, we'll not know until we get to get to heaven, and then even then, we may not know. Who knows? At that point, I don't think we're going to care. So all right, uh, the hope of glory, verse 28, and we'll finish out uh, chapter one and get it to questions and answers, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect or complete in Christ Jesus. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. So that is uh, exactly how chapter 1 ends. And obviously, we've, uh, I've talked about this before, that the, uh, this is an epistle, so it's a letter. So uh, usually I don't like stopping at the chapter breaks because I like to just read it as a letter. So go read the book of Colossians on your own as far as read it all the way through. It won't take you long. All right, um let's see looking down through here, yeah, don't forget the cloven tongues like as of fire in acts two three yeah, where the actual tongues of fire you know are like unto or like as of fire, so we don't we don't know um, a lot of things that are we're seen in the Bible um we just we just may not never know, brothers. It's kind of fun to talk about sometimes uh things that aren't clearly um spoken of in the Word of God. We just we're like, well, we'll take that by faith and and move on but um that's why I love to read the these all the way down through your verse by verse, line upon line, precept upon precept because it takes you to all these different parts of God's word that says the same exact thing, maybe in just a a, a different angle of it, but it <laughs> You'll never come to the end of this book as far as your study goes. And so there's always something new. All right. So with that being said, that's uh, the first book of or the first chapter of the book of Colossians. And uh, right now I'll just open it up here for the next, I don't know, few minutes or so. Let's see if anybody's got any questions. I'll come, uh, I'll actually stroll back through here, scroll up through here. And see what we got going on here. It's good to see everybody that's on here. Uh I've seen a, a couple of new names uh before. Uh Rose Petros. I don't know if you're still on here, but uh thank you for thank you for coming on here. Um and of course uh brother JT. Uh let's see bible believing vato uh mr omar gonzalez and nine eight two and oh okay here we go we have a question here from miss i'm assuming uh mrs rose Petros. i'm, I'm i apologize if that's just uh it's kind of hard to know sometimes here on on uh youtube but it says uh would you recommend a chronological study bible Huh? Well, you know, if it's a King James Bible and you want to get something that's, uh, laid out chronologically or to the best of their knowledge, it's laid out chronologically, which means in a, in a timeline. Um, sure. Absolutely. Uh, why not? I just would be very careful, um, putting stock in what somebody says, okay, this happened chronologically before this happened. You just want to be real careful about that. But, uh, Mrs. or Miss Rose, um, I would recommend a chronological study Bible. I read through, uh, I read through the Bible one time, uh, on an app, uh, where I would just read through throughout and for like, a, you know, read through in a year and it was laid out chronologically. And that was kind of interesting, but, uh, and again, it's not, uh, it's, that's not inspired. Okay. So I, I just would be very careful about that, but good question. Uh, what do you think about this uh, 1900 pure Cambridge edition King James Bible that Bible protector talks about? I don't know about that. About the I'm not. I haven't really got into uh, a whole bunch of different types of Bibles and a bunch of different types of King James Bible. And do you like the Cambridge one or whatever? Um, I've said this before. This is the Bible that I use and have been using for a couple years now, and I just love it. It's from local church Bible publishers. And it's the note takers Bible, the note takers Bible from local church Bible publishers. Um, So I don't really know a whole lot. I don't really know a whole lot about, uh, uh, you know, the, the, you know, Cambridge, this and all this kind of stuff. I really like my Bible and that's what I've been using. So, uh, oh, my wife's on here and your lovely wife. My lovely wife Kalicia is on here. Uh Miss Rose says it's a new King James Bible. Okay. I would caution you strongly against that. In fact, I would say just go ahead and get you um, a King James Bible. Now I'm not the best as far as doing the whole study on you know new translations and all these different kinds of things. But what I what I will tell you, Miss Rose, is that the Bible says that he will preserve his word. Okay? So if he said he would preserve his word, I believe he pre- has preserved his word in the King James Bible, which is the premier English, and to the English-speaking people, that is the word of God, preserved, infallible, inerrant word of God, and that's just where I stand on that. There's a lot of good studies about the King James Bible as versus these new modern versions. Um, there's channels devoted completely, at least a, a good bit amount, uh, to the... Uh, the Bible version issue. So I would, I would say that you'll check that out. Um, there might be even people on here right now that, uh, that probably have a lot of studies on that as well. So, well, you do read a King James, but well, I would say just stick with that then Miss Rose. I, I'm sorry. Is it Mrs. or miss? I'm, I'm just not quite sure, but, um, I'll just keep saying Miss Rose. I would say stick with the King James Bible. Okay. Uh, 982 says, Mike, you just earned some silver at the judgment seat. Word of God. That's interesting. Why it's a silver, but, uh, as long as it's not wood, hay and stubble brother, I, uh, i'll I'll take it because at the end of the day we want um, works meet for repentance we want to uh we want he's given us all the fact that in his mercy and his grace he didn't have to die for us and he did and uh man pure silver with the word of God yes amen that okay I get what you're going at with now very good I like that but, um, yeah, I just, so many years, if you've heard my testimony, so many years, uh, I just did not live right at all, at all, at all, at all. And, um, I was under some just major, major, uh, whippings. Let's, let's put it that way. And, um, I don't want to live for myself anymore. I want to live for the King, Miss Rose. Okay. Miss Rose. All right? been reading King James Bible for 40 years. Well, amen. I would stick with it. And as far as a chronological Bible, like I said, you know what would be really interesting to do, uh, Miss Rose, would be to kind of study through there and then you can read the Bible chronologically, your King James Bible, but just do the study about how it's all kind of lined up and, and you can try to read through it that way. You don't have to go out and purchase a uh, another Bible. Okay, so uh, Miss Rose here is being shown some verses here to look up in both the King James Bible and the new King James. I guess that's in comparison. Um, so you can actually see what the, uh, what things that are, I'm a, I'm going to go ahead and make a wild guess that there is an omission or something's left out or changed uh, the meaning of a word totally. So uh, I would go with that. And Miss Rose, thank you uh, again. Like I, I've not seen your name on here before, but thank you so much for, uh, tuning into the live stream, and uh, I don't know if you've subscribed to the channel, but uh, if you'd like to, you can make sure you click the notification bell so you can get an idea when I go live. Sometimes I try to go Friday nights, but sometimes I have to uh, do it on a different day depending on my duty schedule. So, okay. Do we have any other questions? You know what I'd like to... Uh, as people are trying to look think about questions and stuff. What I'd like to do what I'd like to do at some point in time is have like uh people come through with something maybe that they're struggling with and that I might not even have an answer from the word of God right then and there. And if somebody else doesn't, but it'll give a chance to, to study different things. Also, um if you have some ideas that you would like to study through on maybe one of these live streams, um, we can do that as well. Uh So there's, again, and if you're new to the channel, I read out some of these questions because uh, this goes out on an audio podcast, and it's kind of hard for me to say, now you see right here where somebody's saying this, and if I don't say what they're saying, then somebody that's listening to the audio version is just not going to have any clue whatsoever. Uh, And it says, another person here, uh, Bible Believing Vato says, in all these verses there's a difference between both the King James Bible and then uh, he calls it the never King James vomit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, Mr. Omar, I see your question here. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to read your question and I'll tell you why. Um, I, I've really, uh, I've said this on a, a previous uh, uh, podcast where, as far as discerning whether somebody, especially somebody that lived that long ago, was a saved man or not, I no idea. Um, you can try to judge by the fruit as best as you can, and we're 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 commanded to do that we're we're commanded to try the spirits and and all those different things, whether they be of God or not, but at the end of the day, we just can't truly know so to answer your question honestly, I just don't know i I don't know. Uh, you know, in in my in my heart, when somebody asks those questions, uh, and I and, okay, I hear you, brother. Um, what I think to myself is like, boy, I hope so. I really do. I hope so. The the wish eternal hellfire, and um, and and living in the lake of fire, burning forever and ever and ever in eternity. Oh, just the thought of that, just I, I don't I don't wish that upon anybody. I really don't. And um there is a sin unto death, and I pray that uh where is that in first John or somewhere around there? Uh we should not be praying for somebody to even have that sin unto death. Uh yeah, it says uh first John chapter five, verse sixteen if any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. Now it's a break, it's a period, so I don't I don't think this is talking about brothers now as it was um, in the first part of the, that verse. It says there's there's a period, and it says, There is a sin unto death, I do not say that he shall pray for it. Um, I don't know exactly all about that, but I do know in that verse, it kind of gives me a kind of context that we should not be praying for somebody uh, to have that sin unto death. There's only one sin unto death, and that's denying the Holy Ghost. That is what's called, uh, somewhere in the Bible, I can't think of the verse right now, it's called blaspheming the Holy Ghost, where the Holy Ghost is, is convicting somebody of their need for a Savior, the need for the living water, and that person going, no, no, I don't need that. I'm good enough. I'm I'm okay on my own. That's self-righteousness. That'll send a person to hell. We're all born sinners, but once that the commandments came, sin revived, and then I died, as Paul says in Romans 7, so boy I, I don't pray for anybody to have that um, I think people should that are not teaching truth and are trying to spread false falsehood should be um, should be exposed through the word of God give the word of God the truth and um, yeah so that's the answer to that question there brother Omar and um, yeah I just I just have no idea I really hope so. I just don't know enough about them to even venture a guess. And, uh, I know that the Bible says that uh, every man to work out their own salvation. So I will stand before God one day. And, uh, that's why every day I just, I just think to myself, you know, I, I don't doubt my salvation, but I still say every day, Lord, okay, is this, am I living the way you would have me to live and so forth and so on? Um, uh, And so that's working out your own salvation. Every man will stand before God. And uh, I just just pray that they're standing before God with uh, Jesus' righteousness, uh, clothed in Jesus' righteousness and not their own. Uh, Brother, it's impossible to blaspheme the Holy Ghost today, as did the Pharisees did in Matthew chapter 12, since the Lord Jesus Christ is no longer physically present on this earth. Okay, let's go to Matthew chapter 12 then. Is that the word? What verse are we talking about there in Matthew 12? Uh, verse 32, And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Yeah. Uh, speaketh against the Holy Ghost. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, which is Jesus' in corruptible flesh, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Okay. I'm just not quite, uh, possible. well, you can, it seems like to me, you can, uh, the Holy Ghost is gone and, uh, come into the world. It says, I will come to you. The uh, Holy Ghost, uh, in John 14, he said that, uh, Jesus said he would send his spirit into the world. And it seems like the, you know, as far as the Holy Ghost, wherefore I say unto you, verse 31, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. That's what I was talking about. That the Holy Ghost um, conviction. That's who brings the conviction. That's who does the sealing. That's uh, that's who does the the work as far as in um, in in a believer's life. And upon the moment of salvation, where the Holy Ghost comes in, it says and quickens, and uh, I think that's what I was speaking about. So I can, I kind of understand, yeah, the comfort has come. I kind of understand there's no mention of an unpardonable sin in this dispensation. Hmm. Well, i have to look into that. Um, yeah, that's. it might be a, a good thing to kind of study out, um, and there's no mention of an unpardonable sin in this dispensation. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so in in first John, John's writing to the churches there. Um, this was after Yeah, John's writing to these churches. Uh, I I think that's in this dispensation. So I don't know. And uh nine eighty two saying might make a good study. I don't know much about blaspheming the Holy Ghost myself. Yeah, it's, it'd be interesting to uh to actually do a study on. So all right, we're coming up on an hour here, uh brothers. I don't uh see I don't see uh brother Tim or sister Elizabeth on here or a few other people, but uh, that's okay. You can watch it later on. But uh, thank you uh brother Bato there uh for mentioning that. And now, I'm going to study that out some more and uh, you do the same and let the spirit teach us, okay? And thank you brother Omar and everybody else that joined in tonight. All good questions. All good questions. Things to talk about and think about and to study God's word about, which is awesome. So thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. We're gonna call it uh we're gonna call it a night here in about, oh, I don't know, twenty, thirty minutes or so. The uh video version of the gift of God part four will be out here on YouTube under the channel under the uh the Bible study folder, and you can look it up there. And um it's already out on uh the podcast, the audio podcast on iHeartRadio Podcast and Apple Podcast under Let This Mind Be In You Ministries Podcast. Yes, I can, brother. So can you pray us out? Yes, I absolutely can. So thank you for joining me. Let's let's go ahead and close with a word of prayer and um, let's uh I'll see you again either here on the, the podcast, on the here on this uh youtube channel or i'll see you face to face um as we both worship as we all worship our savior around the throne uh crying out um worthy is the lamb and wouldn't that be really really awesome to have the time we actually get to first meet each other face to face we'll be in front of the king so let's go ahead and pray heavenly father lord lord thank you for the opportunity on this friday night that these people um, that I've never met physically that are all around the country or the world, even possibly Lord, everybody that's going to watch this video later on. Thank you for this, this amazing opportunity to open up your word and to read through it. Lord, we love you. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you for not staying dead, rising victorious over death, Lord, as it says in your word that you uh, made a show of them openly. And Lord, thank you so much for that. Thank you for the, uh, the changed life. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to even work for our, our Savior. And through the power of your Holy Spirit that has been sent to comfort us and to teach us and to guide us into all truth and to show us these things of the word of God. Lord, help us just to remove all the scales of traditional thinking and teaching of man And, Lord, only to be taught by your spirit as you've commanded. Lord, help us to study. Help us to walk worthy according to the vocation wherewith you called us. Lord, help us to be good ambassadors this week. Help these brothers and sisters that are here to do the same through the power of your spirit. We ask all these things in your precious son, Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you, everybody. I really appreciate that. And, uh... You know, we had the opening, but some of uh, some of you guys didn't get to see the opening. Um, you came in a little bit later, and I know you've probably seen it, but this is uh, Sister Elizabeth playing uh, Be Thou My Vision on the uh, part of uh, this uh, little intro that I've done. But we'll do it as an outro tonight on uh, Be Thou My Vision. Thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. God bless you. Love you in the Lord. Be good ambassadors this week. Bye-bye.